The Stalking Horses of the Global Predators, Part 2. This phrase originally referred to a hunter shielding himself with a horse in order to sneak up on game animals. Now its meaning is a covert attack made by proxy. This post and the last are from Mercola.com. Subscribe to him if you can stand the truth. The title is, The Real Purpose of the Plandemic is Exposed. Analysis by Dr. Joseph Mercola, a bridge for readability and audio performance by Robert Yoho, originally posted February 28, 2022. Story at a glance. On February 24, 2022, the Canadian Parliament approved Prime Minister Justin Trudeau's motion to invoke the Emergencies Act in response to the peaceful trucker protest against vaccine mandates. Under the Act, Canadian banks may seize the personal bank accounts of anyone suspected of participating in or supporting the protest. These sanctions are intended to ultimately become permanent. February 14, 2022, Canadian Finance Minister Priscilla Freeland said that the government was using the Emergencies Act to cover crowdfunding platforms and their payment service providers, claiming that these were to control money laundering and terrorist financing. This required all digital transactions, including cryptocurrencies, to be reported to the Financial Transactions and Report and Analysis Center of Canada. What's happening in Canada should be a wake-up call for the world. Governments intend to control dissent through financial blackmail. They are also pushing for central bank digital currencies, CBDCs, which is programmable digital cash. The issuer of the money potentially has control over how you spend your own money. The next step might be to punish those with undesirable opinions or behavior by restricting their purchasing ability or even seizing funds. The first section is entitled, Financial Surveillance Powers Will Be Permanently Expanded. The act was invoked to allow the government to physically disperse the trucker convoy without listening to them and to punish anyone who supported the protest. Under the act, banks were empowered to seize the personal bank accounts of anyone suspected of participating or even donating as little as $25 to the protesters. As reported by the National Review, quote, in a February 14th news conference, Canadian Finance Minister Christia Freeland said that the government was using the Emergencies Act to broaden, quote, the scope of Canada's anti-money laundering and terrorist financing rules so that they cover crowdfunding platforms and the payment service providers they use. That broadened power, re- that broadened power requires all form of digital transactions, including cryptocurrencies. These are to be reported to the Financial Transactions and Reports Analysis Center of Canada. It's called FinTrack. Freeland said, As of today, all crowdfunding platforms and the payment service providers they use must register with FinTrack, and they must report large and suspicious transactions to FinTrack. She justified the move, as a way to, quote, mitigate the risk of illicit funds and increase the quality and quantity of intelligence received by FinTrack and make more information available to support investigations by law enforcement. Freeland said the trucker convoy, which had assembled to protest coronavirus restrictions, had highlighted the fact that digital assets and funding mechanisms weren't captured by the Canadian government's pre-existing surveillance powers. 
As a result, she said, quote, the government will also bring forward legislation to rev- provide these authorities to FinTrack on a permanent basis. The National Review says that the Canadian government is giving Trudeau the unilateral power to destroy the lives of Canadians who disagree with him. Without a court order or due process, the government can now freeze bank accounts, cancel insurance policies, and revoke driver's licenses. The victims have no recourse. The next section is, government wants to tell you how to spend your money. What's happening in Canada should be a sobering wake-up call to the rest of the world. Financial tyranny and blackmail is being used to control dissent. Central banks have also been planning the implementation of worldwide programmable digital currencies, CBDCs. As reported by The Telegraph in June 2021, the Bank of England is already moving towards this. An executive board member of the European Central Bank, Fabio Panetta, confirmed it in his December 10, 2021 lecture on the future of digital money in Rome. As explained by the Telegraph, quote, Digital cash could be programmed to ensure it is only spent on essentials or goods which an employer or government deems to be sensible. In other words, the issuer of the money would have complete control over how you spend your own money. The Telegraph reported, quote, Tom Mutton, a director at the Bank of England, said during a conference that programming could become a key feature of any future central bank digital currency. He said what happens if one of the participants in a transaction puts a restriction on future use of the money. There could be some socially beneficial outcomes from that, preventing activity that is seen to be socially harmful in some way. But at the same time, it could be a restriction on people's freedoms. The next section is entitled, This Could Be Financial Slavery. Programmable currency will restrict freedoms. Imagine your employer, your government, and the central bank having the power to dictate how you spend your money. Imagine a third party deciding how much you're allowed to spend on rent, what kind of food or clothing you're allowed to buy, or what hobbies you're allowed to spend money on and when. That's the power that they can potentially obtain, and current events in Canada prove it. Mutton is hinting that an unelected cabal will have the ability to micromanage your personal finances, which can dictate your behavior. As noted by British activist and radio presenter Majid Nawaz on Joe Rogan, with a programmable CBDC, the British government would have complete control over anyone who disagrees with their policies or activities. For example, using surveillance methods, they might determine that he was planning to appear on the Rogan show and then with a click of a button, not allow him to purchase a plane ticket. And I will insert um, the link in the... uh, presentation to that podcast. CBDCs are designed to be used together with digital ID and a social credit score like that in China. The COVID vaccine passports could be the start of this, but even if a state or country rejects the vaccine passports, they will likely introduce a digital ID that will serve the same function. The next step section is global leadership has been infiltrated. In his Rogan interview, Nawaz goes on to discuss how governments around the world have been penetrated by World Economic Forum WEF members. Their agenda is global authoritarianism. As reported by LifeSite News, quote, 
The WEF has installed its members in national leadership roles around the world to further the organization's sprawling authoritarian agenda. Government leaders worldwide have begun lifting COVID-19 mandates and restrictions while leaving in place an apparatus of digital tracking and identification that forms the embryonic stages of a digital social credit score. Nawaz said the WEF under Schwab had worked on, quote, embedding people in government who are subscribed to the Great Reset agenda. That's what they say themselves, Nawaz said pointing out that the so-called Great Reset, whose advocates have famously asserted that by 2030 people will, quote, own nothing and be happy, is explained in detail on the WEF's website. In a 2020 book entitled COVID-19, The Great Reset, Schwab argued openly that the COVID-19 response should be used to, quote, revamp all aspects of our societies and economies, from education to social contracts and working conditions. The WEF has clearly articulated its interest in pursuing a global digital ID system. Quote, so this is going to be this never-ending process to slowly move the goalposts, Rogan surmised, towards more and more authoritarianism, Authoritarianism, Nawaz added. Checkpoint society, it's all there. They've told us this. How exactly has the WEF infiltrated governments and leadership roles around the world? Trudeau and others went through Schwab's Young Global Leaders Program, and they have been elected or installed in key positions. Others are New Zealand Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern and French President Emmanuel Macron. Bill Gates and Mark Zuckerberg have also gone through the program, and both are supporting and promoting the Great Reset Agenda. The next section is entitled Globalists Want to Seize Control of Worldwide Health Systems. In a February 18, 2022 article, Dr. Peter Bregan, author of COVID-19 and the Global Predators, We Are the Prey, warns, quote, We have discovered the next move of the global predators already in progress in their escalating assaults against individual and political freedom. The next big assault on human freedom involves a legalized takeover of national health care systems by the World Health Organization, the WHO. This stealth attack, with its initial plans already backed by many nations, will begin full implementation in 2024 if it is not quickly recognized and fought. The Chinese communist influence over the World Health Organization has been solid for more than a decade, and the party was able to install its leader, Tedros, without any competition. He became the first and only director general who is not a physician and instead is a communist politician. Now the Director General of World Health Organization, Tedros, has unveiled plans to take charge of all global health. While addressing the WHO Executive Committee on January 24, 2022, Tedros spelled out his global health plan, including the priority for his enormous scheme. Quote, The fifth priority is to urgently strengthen the World Health Organization as the leading and directing authority on global health at the center of the global health architecture. Tedros's closing words in his report to the executive committee are chilling in their grandiosity and echo Marxist exhortations to cheering mobs by a Stalin, Mao, or Xi Jinping. Quote, We are one world, we have one health, we are one World Health Organization. 
Tedros seeks to become a super Fauci for the world. And like Fauci, he will do it on behalf of the global predators. The next section is entitled Health Fascism. As explained by Bregan, the global healthcare takeover began with Gates's Decade of Vaccines, announced in 2010 at the World Economic Forum's annual meeting in Davos. At that time, Gates installed Fauci on his vaccine advisory board, thus guaranteeing his plans would receive support from Fauci's U.S. National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, NIAID. Bregan continues, quote, A theme for the decade of vaccines was public-private partnerships drive progress in vaccine development and delivery. That was the introduction to the Great Reset, and the goal was to establish a world government of public and private health united in the spirit of fascism. By 2012, Gates achieved official UN approval for his scheme, establishing a broad network of global predators aimed at exploiting and dominating humanity through public health. Communist China would play a prominent role through its control over the UN and World Health Organization and through its close relationships with Bill Gates, Klaus Schwab, Mike Bloomberg, big tech executives, and many other billionaires and world leaders. A decade and more later, during the COVID-19, World Health Organization has proven its usefulness to the predators in orchestrating science, medicine, and public health in the suppression of human freedom and the generation of wealth and power for the globalists. Under the guise of a global pandemic, the World Health Organization, the World Economic Forum, and all of its installed leaders in government and private businesses were able to roll out a plan that has been decades in the making. The pandemic was a perfect cover. In the name of keeping everyone, quote, safe from infection, the globalists justified unprecedented attacks on democracy, civil liberties, and personal freedom, including the right to choose your own medical treatment. The World Health Organization is now gearing up to make its pandemic leadership permanent and to extend itself into the healthcare systems of every nation. Bregan explains it, quote, the idea is the principle of health for all. This is universal health care organized by the World Health Organization as part of the Great Reset. The next section is a legal framework is being constructed. May 24, 2021, the European Council announced it supported the establishment of an international pandemic treaty under which the World Health Organization would have the power to replace the constitutions of individual nations with its own constitution under the banner of, quote, pandemic prevention, preparedness, and response. Bregan warns, quote, the world has already seen how any pandemic emergency, real or concocted, now or in the future, could justify World Health Organization taking over the entirety of government operations of sovereign nations, rob all individuals of their freedoms, and fully crush the democratic republics of the world. The spirit of communism can be felt throughout the European Council document. We are told that the, quote, purpose of the new strategy will be, quote, guided by a spirit of solidarity anchored in the principles of fairness, inclusion, and transparency. Notice, as in all pronouncements by global predators, there is no mention of individual rights, political liberty, or national sovereignty. The greatest engine of human progress, human freedom, 
will be replaced by the great destroyer of humanity, collectivism, under the rule of the elite. Tucked into the report are the real goals. The following are three main purposes of the proposed treaty. One, response to any future pandemics by ensuring universal and equitable access to medical solutions such as vaccines, medicines, and diagnostics. Two, a stronger international health framework with the World Health Organization as the coordinating authority on global health matters. Three, the One Health, quote-unquote, approach, connecting the health of humans, animals, and our planet. The report adds, more specifically, such an instrument can enhance international cooperation in a number of priority areas, such as surveillance, alerts, and response, but also in general, trust in the international health system. The next heading is, even your food will be under their control. In addition to your finances and your health care, this global cabal also intends to control the food supply and dictate what you can and cannot eat in the name of combating climate change and saving the planet. The euphemisms for this movement include the Great Reset, Sustainable Development, Agenda 21, the 2030 Agenda, the New Urban Agenda, the Fourth Industrial Revolution, Build Back Better, Green Economy, the Green New Deal, the Paris Climate Agreement, and Global Warming. The common goal of all these movements and agendas is for a small cabal to capture the ownership of virtually all resources in the world. They want to dictate the lives of everyone. Their, quote, wealth redistribution means redistribution of resources from us to them. The goal is for you to own nothing. Everything you need, from the shirt on your back to a roof over your head, you would have to rent from the globalist owners. Even food would be controlled. To this end, the World Economic Forum has partnered with the EAT Forum, which will set the political agenda for global food production. The EAT Forum was co-founded by Wellcome Trust, which in turn was established with the financial help of the pharmaceutical company GlaxoSmithKline. And my editorial comment here is GSK had one of the three settlements with U.S. federal prosecutors for criminal malfeasance of over $2, trillion, uh, $2 billion. EAT collaborates with about 40 city governments across Africa, Europe, Asia, North and South America, and Australia. It also maintains close relationships with imitation meat companies such as Impossible Foods, which was co-funded by Google, Jeff Bezos, and Bill Gates. Gates has been gobbling up farmland and has become one of the largest private landowners in the United States. EAT developed a, quote, planetary health diet that is designed to be applied to the global population and entails cutting meat and dairy uptake, intake up to 90%. These are to be replaced largely with cereals, oil, and foods made in laboratories. Not surprisingly, Gate is on rec- Gates is on record urging Western nations to stop eating real meat altogether. His goal is control, but he claims to promote, quote, sustainability and wants to, quote, save the planet. We have an obligation to future generations to resist, denounce, and refuse all implementations of this technocratic agenda. We can win because there are more of us than them. 
but we have to be vocal about it and join forces to prevent, present a unified front. 